Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the Faraway Friars podcast. My name is Beso and I'm joined here by Omar. Omar, we've been doing this podcast now in our second season, over 20 episodes. I'm very excited to finally be doing a Padres Playoffs podcast. How are you feeling tonight? Playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. If you made it here, you're already a fan of the Padres. Uh, you might have been listening along with us for the whole season. You know that they made the playoffs. You know that they're playing the Mets starting this Friday. It's going to be a three-game series. Hopefully, you're pretty happy with the Padres being in the playoffs. Omar, how do you feel about the season and the journey of the 2021 Padres? What are your key takeaways about this season up to October? So I think the first thing we can definitely say about the season is that it was 100% better than last season. Just like already. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a loaded question. I, so I feel good about the season, like regardless of like how we feel about the team right now. Like, yes, they lost today, but they've been good down the stretch since the start of September, I feel. I feel like the season as a whole has been really good. Like, our journey has definitely been ups and downs. Uh, but we've definitely been on an up lately. And, you know, hopefully we can take that all the way to the World Series, ideally. Me, I'm decently happy with it. You know, I always tend to be more pessimistic. The Padres got Soto. And they got, you know, a, a full year of Hassan Kim when you weren't expecting it. And the, these are, like, positive things here. Last year, we were really on the is Snell still a major league pitcher thing, even up to about the middle of this season. And we had, you know, Snell obviously did great. Musgrove had a very good season, especially the first half of the season. Darvish has been great. The team never really was able to show that they were on the same level as the Dodgers. But the Dodgers won 111 games, so nobody has been on their level this season. The Padres made it to October, and all that matters is what happens now. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. Obviously, the Padres are playing the Mets starting on Friday with the MLB playoffs new uh, scenario featuring 12 teams, six in each league. The Padres will be playing the Mets all three games in New York as if it was a regular season away series. I have some stats here to hit you with. The Padres did win the season series against the Mets, going 4-2, and two, winning 2 out of 3 in July at City Field. If they were to do that again, of course, they would get to the next round, the division series, which would be a five-game series at that point. So baseball's doing this weird thing where it goes 3-5, 7-7, and that's a very interesting thing. I don't think any of the other uh, traditional American sports have that sort of rotation with uh, playoff games there. The Padres, of course, are headlined by Manny Machado, you Darvish, you Darvish, Jake Cronenworth, while the Mets have Francisco Lindor, Jeff McNeil, and Max Scherzer, along with Jacob deGrom. The Padres will play, of course, on the road, where they've been 45-36. and 36. That's one game better than they're at Petco. The Mets will be playing at home, where they're 54-27. and 27. That's a seven-game uh, better at home for the Mets than the road. So 
Padres, of course, do have their work cut out for them. Do you have any uh, comments on the matchup just off the top of your head? <laughs> I just find it funny that our first matchup is the Mets. Uh, I don't know how much you follow Twitter. You probably don't, and, you, and no, you're better I off don't. for it. But <laughs> uh, Pod- Padres and Mets Twitter have always never liked each other. And this will be, I've already seen the fucking, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but I've seen the Slam Diego, uh, like, um, pot, like, uh, it's like a parody of California Love. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen that on my feed like five times already. <laughs> Just from Mets fans posting it. Uh, but, um, okay, uh, outside of Twitter, I think it's, it's going to be a very good series. Like, from a pitching standpoint, it's going to be crazy. Like, you're going to have DeGrom, Darvish, Scherzer, Snell, Musgrove. Uh, I have no idea who the best third starter is. But they're probably good as well. You know, you have a one-two punch of, like, DeGrom and Scherzer. You better have a third to, you know, complement that. We certainly do. And Darvish, Snell, and Musgrove. So I think from a pitching standpoint, it's going to be very good. Hopefully from a batting standpoint, we are very good. You know, we, you know, obviously, historically, at Petco has always been a pitcher's park. So being able to be on the road might play in our favor. But who knows? I thought it was very interesting that, you know, both teams come in with uh, big expectations this season. Both had big new managers where the Padres, of course, had the, uh, you know, Bob Melvin, formerly the A's manager and the and he had a little bit of a tarnish, not so great playoff record. The Mets over there have Buck Showalter, who his last memory to MLB fans was when he pitched Ubaldo Jimenez for the Orioles in a wild card playoff game instead of pitching his ace um, closer in Zach Britton to try to keep the game uh, level for the Orioles there. And he has a reputation of not being so good as a playoff manager all the way going back to the 90s when he was a Yankees manager, does Buck Showalter. So both teams have new managers that have gotten them to the playoffs. Both teams had big expectations, and both teams are kind of like, have been chasing those sort of expectations all year. The Padres, I feel like, were finally clicking in September, um, even though they, they did lose a few games here in the last week but they haven't had quite the same uh, weight to them, I would say. <laughs> um, people were making fun of the Brewers and the Phillies the, the whole last week. I'm sure you saw some of that. And it's uh, yeah. good to be the, here. Uh, <laughs> so-called battle of mid. <laughs> the Padres are the ones that didn't choke or choke the least. <laughs> but um, yeah. I, I feel like the Padres would have had a better series against the Cardinals. They match up better against the Cardinals. It is going to be a tough series, I think, against the Mets. But it should be very interesting. They have announced the starters for game one. That's the only one that has the full announced starters right now. It'll be you Darvish versus Max Scherzer for game one. Yes. According to uh, my sources, which... Of course, are uh, the Mets sources, the New York Post. They are not pitching uh, Jacob deGrom game one because they're seeing if they can hold him. So if the Padres were to lose game one, 
the Mets win game one, the Mets would put out Chris Bassett game two, which is he's their third guy. And then, you know, at that point, the Mets could win both games. The series would be over without the Mets even having to go to Jacob deGrom. Jacob deGrom is being held for a point at which either, you know, if the Padres win the first game, they'll put in Jacob deGrom the second game. If the Padres win the second game, they'll put him deGrom for the third game. He's like the final boss. If the Padres beat the first guy, they'll have to go through deGrom. Wasn't it last year we had that game in DeGrom and he absolutely cooked us? Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that again. <laughs> He's cooked a lot mm-hmm. of teams. I, I, don't, I don't know, I guess. Because his last outing like mm-hmm. he uh, against the Braves, he definitely did well. But he also, I think he got hit with the loss in that game because he gave up two home runs. So, I, so it's going to be a matter of our starting pitching needs to go toe to toe with their their best their absolute best like if they give up two runs we need to only give up run one run this entire series yeah. that's how we're going to win this getting taking advantage of our opportunities and then our our starting pitching just like being their absolute giving their absolute best and i feel like they definitely can like all three of our potential starters or hell even like some long relief from maybe clevenger or manea or our bullpen you know we just need to pull it together and like absolutely show off in this wildcard series against their pitching i i agree with you um i think i don't know if you how much you remember from that padres uh, 2019 playoff run i feel like that team like did not hit starting pitching in the playoffs. Like they didn't start hitting the Cardinals. They were they were behind every game to start off with. They didn't start hitting the Cardinals until they got into the later innings. And then you can't do that against the Dodgers, who they got swept by in the second round there. Against these Mets, um, it's gonna be similar. You're gonna have to hit the starting pitchers a bit. And I really think the key formula for the Padres here has to be to take game one. Because like I'm mentioning, we get rid of Scherzer, game one, then it's two games left. The Padres only need to win one more. And you have Jacob deGrom, you can lose that game, and you win game three, and you're okay. Does that make sense, Omar? Am I saying it wrong? I mean, yeah. Uh, so here's the thing. We've, we have like beaten Scherzer in the past, obviously. There was that game last year, the whole you know Slimerina game. So we have beaten him before, but also he's cooked us before. Yes. You know, uh, was last year he, he had that one game where he almost, he, he got his 3000 career strikeout. Yeah. He got an immaculate inning and he almost had a perfect game. Yeah, no, he, he's cooked us before, but at the same time, it's like we have beaten him before. So he's not immortal. He's human, you know? It's surprising for Mad Max, but he is. <laughs> it's one of those things where the Padres are coming in and they're throwing Darvish out there as their ace right off the bat. And the Mets are, you know, they're holding theirs because they're they're trying to trying to game it a little bit. It's almost like they disrespect us, you know, a little bit. Like, hey, we don't have to put, you know, we don't have to put Jacob out there. Game one. We we know what we got. 
And I, I hope the Padres do beat Scherzer in game one and make them bring uh, DeGrom out there game two. This is the same team that had a 10-game lead against the Braves. Yeah. And... <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm saying. Hey, they won 100 games, though. <laughs> the Braves, it, it, it's funny. This is slightly Braves... off topic, but like uh, one of my friends, a good friend of mine, he's a Mets fan, right? Uh, we clowned on him in, in our group chat because, you know, they lost the, the NLEs, but they still won 100 games. So that's his only point. Like, we still won 100 games. I'm like, okay, you still <laughs> lost the East after having a 10 game lead. And we've been sending the whole like NL East is over thing to him a bunch of times. I don't know if you saw that. I, I didn't see that. Uh, it was basically this spokesperson from like SNY. Uh, which is the Mets like broadcasting. Uh, yeah. He basically like on June first, he said he made he did this thing where he declared the NL East to be over, and that the Mets were gonna win it, and that it didn't matter. <laughs> and yeah, I, I okay, I see what you're saying now. That's an aged like milk sort of thing. So yeah, I I really think the Mets are a very interesting team because they've they've been in the playoffs the whole year. And they did slow down a bit. The Braves caught him. The Braves went on a huge streak, of course, to to catch him. Great, great second half team. The last two seasons. Um, and now we get to the hard part. What is your prediction for the outcome of this series? Who wins? How many games does it go? Hmm. How many games? Oh, this is a tough one. I don't want. I don't want to be cocky and say, "Oh, we'll sweep them." You know. Oh, I wish. No, I I think it's definitely going to go three games. Okay. I'm going to say... You know what, fuck? I'm going to say we win game one, mm-hmm. lose game two, and I, I got to stick with our boys. I, I say we win game three, win the series. Okay. Okay. That's your prediction. I'm going to hold you to it, of course. I always uh, take the negative side and I always hope I'm wrong. I'm going to say like, I'm going to say the Padres lose game one. I'm going to say they come from behind to win game two. And I'm going to say they lose in three games to the Mets. But I hope, I hope I'm wrong. I said the Mariners wouldn't make the playoffs. I said they would choke again. And I'm happy that I was wrong about that. <laughs> I'm hoping that we have another podcast to do next week about the Padres facing it would be the Dodgers in the second round there. Wow. Speaking of the Mariners and speaking about the other playoff series is there going on? Are there any other playoff series is there you are specifically watching in this round? Uh hold on, let me double check. Hmm. We got Guardians uh... and Rays, Phillies Cardinals. And Mariners, Blue Jays are the other three. I'll just give quick thoughts about each three. Guardians and Braves are probably like the most boring one to me, but also could be interesting. Uh, kind of interesting to see the Rays be in a six seed when last year I believe they were the top seed in the American League. Uh, I think so yeah. So I don't know if like Mighty has fallen thing if they're starting to become a decline. We'll see, but you know they still made the postseason regardless. Guardians yeah. have had a very solid year. Their, their pitching rotation is very good. Honestly, I could see them. I could see them take it. 
Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, and then moving on to the Mariners and the Blue Jays. Obviously, very happy. The Mariners finally broke the drought. You know, uh, took a walk off as well from Cal Raley. Uh, so very, you know, good memory from him. I don't yeah. know. I, this is kind of the one I had the most questions about mm-hmm. in terms of I just don't know what to expect from this Mariners team. I really don't know what to expect from this Blue Jays team. Uh, I think it might come down to the wire. I feel like the Mariners could edge it out a win. Uh, I'd say gun to my head. I, I got. I'm gonna stick with the Mariners. I feel like they can do it. Okay. Yeah. And then finally, the Phillies and the Cardinals. I'm. I'm straight up saying Devil Magic. Uh, Cardinals are winning. Well, it's gonna happen. <laughs> okay. Like you. I have no opinion on the Rays and Guardians, really. Like, I, I could care less who wins that one. I don't really care about either team. I'll admit that the uh, Blue Jays-Mariners series, um, the Mariners are kind of local for me, and I, I've always liked the Mariners as, like, a, another team, you know? Everybody's pulling for them. I want them to win. The Blue Jays, I don't I don't dislike They're the Blue Jays Mariners either. Team. <laughs> I, I kind of like the Blue Jays. A little bit, you know. I don't, I don't like them, like them, but I like them a little bit. They're not the Yankees. They're not the, the Rays have had more success recently. So I'm like, ah, eh, they're kind of cool. Um, the Phillies, though, I don't, I don't think they stand a chance. I think you're right with that. The Phillies barely made it in the playoffs, lost the little lead they had over the Padres in the wild card, and um, you know, barely made it in over the Brewers, and the Cardinals have, like you said, devil magic. Um, so I'm I'm seeing the Cardinals make it through. And on that note, what are your thoughts on Pujols getting 700? For me, I was glad he did it against the Dodgers after the Padres series. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. He hit uh, two home runs in Dodger Stadium. So, you know, Mickey Mouse Stadium right there. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, congrats to him. Very much, very much long time coming. Uh, and I'm very glad he was able to do it you know, and what is very likely his last season. So, yeah. You almost know, almost certainly. Like, nothing but respect. Um, I know I know a lot of people were tearing up about their last home game uh, when they, they pulled um, Yachty and Pools together, and, you know, Wainwright was there as well, of course. And it's, it's a very big baseball moment for those three guys, uh, those Hall of Famers for the Cardinals. So it's a, it's a big deal. Uh, what would I? What else I would like to list, let the listeners know? Uh, obviously, go Padres. You know, I hope we sweep two games, and then we sweep five games, then we sweep seven games, and we sweep another seven games, and then we sweep 162 games the next season, and then, yeah. So we're just never gonna lose from here on out. Cool. Put it in the books. Never lose again. Uh, thank you so much for your put, Omar. Go Padres. I hope everyone listening here uh, gets to watch the games this weekend. I hope the Padres, of course, give us something good to watch this weekend. Go Padres. Go Padres. Beat the Mets. Thank you for listening to this very wonderful episode of the Faraway Friars podcast. I hope to see you guys again very soon. Thank you.